You're listening to Mind Manners, hosted by licensed psychotherapist Albert Nguyen. Albert helps his clients overcome past trauma, change their mindset, and accelerate their personal and professional development. This podcast covers a wide range of mental health and self-development topics, with each episode offering an actionable step towards a better you. If you're on a wellness journey, keep listening. Hey guys, welcome back. This is your host, licensed therapist, Albert. Now, if you were here for last session, we went over the basics of anxiety and some key ways of identifying the symptoms and how to manage it. In today's session, I want to do the same for depression because depression, like anxiety, is very common. And in my prior practice, anxiety and depression are the two major problems I see the most of from the patients coming in with problems and things that they're struggling with. Yet, even with how common depression is, I feel that it's still hugely misunderstood and can easily be dismissed as just sadness or frustration. I think depression is really hard to understand because it pretty much is invisible and can only be detected by thoughts, behaviors, and feelings rather than a rash or a cough. So like anxiety, depression also has many disguises. If you struggled with depression or are struggling with it, you may be familiar with the comments of misguided loved ones or friends, such as, just get over it. You don't have anything to be depressed about. Or just think positive. Or smile more. And it's messages like this that continues to perpetuate the stigma around mental health. Even when we're struggling with depression, we might not even know or understand what we're experiencing. We can even start blaming ourselves for not being able to snap out of it, which only adds more negative thoughts to the depression. So to really understand depression, we need to look at the symptoms. Depression affects how we feel, behave, and think, and there are common symptoms associated with each. The first revealing symptom that can help identify depression is the feelings we experience. Common feelings associated with depression are sadness, anger, guilt, and hopelessness. When it comes to behaviors, we tend to see some version of isolation or social withdrawal, fatigue or lack of energy, sleep problems, changes in appetite, low motivation, difficulty concentrating, or even substance use, such as relying on alcohol or other substances to numb the feelings or alter your mood. And then we have the thoughts we experience. These can include constant thoughts associated with poor self-esteem, thinking you're not wanted, not being good enough, that I'm a failure, I'm worthless, things will never change, people would be better off without me, or that you're a terrible person. It's also not uncommon for people who struggle with depression to have thoughts of suicide, whether it's having an actual plan or thoughts of just not seeing a reason for living. It's important to know that Not everyone who is experiencing depression will have all of these symptoms. 
Now, the big question I get is, what's the difference between depression and just everyday feelings of sadness or being upset? The easiest way to determine this is whether the symptoms are interfering with your daily life or not. And typically, it can last for most of the days or any given day for up to a week or more. It's also common that depression is recurrent, meaning it can come and go for months and even years. And if you're someone who have experienced depression once, it's common to have future episodes. These symptoms of emotions, behaviors, and thoughts are influenced by a complex mechanism of chemical reactions in your brain. And the exact cause of depression is not conclusive. And many people come to therapy hoping to find an answer or reason for the depression. I found that there are many reasons and not just because of a single event, but rather a combination of biological, psychological, social, and lifestyle factors. And I think it's important to spend our energy looking at the symptoms we can control and improve on. Because depression is treatable and effective treatments are available. Here is a quick list of some things to consider that can help with depression. Make sure your health is in check. Go see a doctor and get a physical or regular lab work. Serious medical conditions can trigger depression, especially if they are chronic conditions. So make sure that you do everything medically possible and that you are physically healthy. How's your lifestyle? Do you prioritize health and fitness, sleep, having healthy and loving relationships and a good support system? And then there's also the experiencing of significant adverse life events, such as poverty, trauma, unemployment, losing a job, going through a divorce or separation, in an abusive relationship, managing care for a loved one who is chronically ill or been diagnosed with a serious illness or you yourself are dealing with a chronic illness. Stressful events may trigger depression. So being solution-focused and finding the right resources to resolve and alleviate the situation may help. But like I said earlier, depression doesn't always have a clear trigger. And this may lead many of us feeling confused with why we're feeling so under the weather when nothing seemingly bad or traumatic is happening. This is why it's so easy to dismiss depression and suffer without knowing. So instead of waiting until depression becomes so debilitating, let's take it seriously and practice seeking support or engaging in self-care as early as possible, like we do with a common cold. Just like when we're physically sick, we mobilize and take care of ourselves. We need to treat these symptoms like signals and alarm systems alerting us to pay attention. Of course, there is no one proven way that can help you recover from depression. Often, it's best to approach it from a holistic perspective and treat it from multiple angles, physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, and environmentally. Just know that there are a lot of things you can do for yourself to help recover and stay well. The important thing is to find a treatment and the right professional that's best for you.
So even though depression may start out as invisible, like a benign tumor, over time, if left untreated or uncared for or ignored, can transform and turn into something more malignant and out of control. I want to end this session by asking you a question. Are you practicing self-care? Are you prioritizing you and your health? Because the fact of the matter is, our mental health is our health. We need to treat it the same way we treat our physical health. So let's be proactive about it. And again, you guys, I hope you found this session useful and it gives you a little bit more insight and understanding around depression and mental health. And of course, until next time, please take care. And if you haven't done so already, head over to the Facebook community group and join this free community group to share your personal journey and ask any questions and of course, provide suggestions for future topics that you would love to hear me talk about. And of course, be on the lookout for email courses that I will be providing and any other future resources that I will be providing for you to help you along your way with your self-development. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Manners with Albert Nguyen. We hope you found value in this episode. If you'd like to work with Albert one-on-one, visit OptiMindCounseling.com to learn more about his private practice. Looking to join a community of like-minded individuals? Search Mind Manners Podcast Community on Facebook and join our group to connect with others on their wellness journeys. Finally, if you haven't already done so, please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and let us know you're enjoying the show.